Last time on Geek Force, Cat brought up the amazing cinematic worthiness that is the Fast and Furious franchise. Going to space? Marlon talks about Outer Worlds and its amazingness compared to the complete shit show that was Fallout 76. And bonus, Cat goes to the dark web and gets haunted by her small nephews and nieces trying to kill her. And that's what's happening now on Geek Force. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat, and I brought my two favorite people with me, as always, Ying and Marlon. Welcome Aww. back. Yes, let's just Hi. ease on with the friendship. What a friendship. <laughs> um, how are y'all? How's how's the week been, geek-wise? A three-day weekend. I'm all about it. So I'm doing great. Same, same. I'm anxious. I'm anxious for them to to drop um, uh, um, the thing tomorrow for Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Yo, Plus. I mean, I'm so mad know, that I have work. I'm so angry that I have work. I, I know, right? I have Why couldn't they just drop it today? I don't get that part. Like everyone's home everybody's home it would just be like breaking the internet just one big thing yes, but they're like no they're like nah let's do it on a tuesday when everyone's back mm. full for barbecue and beer and hating their job mm. but we want to make sure that our servers don't crash on the first See, that's, day. that is my concern <laughs> i was just saying that to a bunch of my friends today you cannot pre-download this app it mm. has been launched. It's gonna That's launch so at true. six a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, everyone on the East Coast and some people who want to wake up three a.m. our time are gonna wake up and download this app. That's me. I'm gonna wake up at three a.m. for sure. And oh, download this app. It's gonna crash. But my friends are I like, it's Disney money. It. It's Disney I servers. Need- I need to start okay. Tuesday morning off with Darkwing Duck before I go into work. Same. I was going to watch Bulls. I need to but hear did, that Darkwing Duck intro and be like, this is but it. Did you, bowl of cereal. Right. Right. But did right. you see all the things that they're not going to have on that Disney owns? I thought that was kind of surprising. What? Like what? I don't know. It's a very long list. I, I, I can find it again. I, I saw the like, list. But I feel like we might add it later, you know? I feel like at this point but in it time. It was a lot of like a lot of things, like old things that you're like, why is it not it's here? Odd? Like it's a little weird. Like the Little Mermaid yeah. or like no, no, no that's, like that's the snow. I can look it up again. I'm not okay. sure, but you're, I was very I was very confused by that. You're I was making like, me what? nervous. I'm like, if I was I mean there, there are stuff but, but you know how like vast their collection is? Right. Like things that you love from like a long, long time ago that right. you're like, all oh, right, Disney did do that. Mm-hmm. And so now you're just like why? Why aren't you accessible to me right now? Like I didn't know I I needed you until I knew I couldn't have you. Right. Much like much like dating is probably. <laughs> but I mean, but. there's also like stuff from Fox, so like like The Simpsons. So they'll have like all you know a hundred seasons on there. My yeah. next question is for Disney Plus is for these new shows like like the Star Wars show. Are they going to do like? new episodes weekly or are they going to just drop it and you have to binge it that's that's my next question and i don't know if anyone has the answers to until it comes out okay 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 so here's okay oracle here's the list of things what's the 411 (laughs) number one is the proud family what number two is probably because beyonce number (laughs) number two is sky high 
Number three Thank is God. Coco. Number oh. four is Up. Number oh. five is Enchanted. Number six yeah. is National Treasure. Sunny mm. uh, with a Chance. Uh, what? Holmes, the Mighty Ducks. Pause, 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 pause. The movie one and two? And but three. You're and, but you're going to have the cartoon. But I, think, I think it's because a lot of those are already still on Netflix, I think. I think they're going to wait until the contract mm-hmm. is over with Netflix and then push okay. them and move them over. That would make me feel better. Because Enchanted is on Netflix. Yeah. So... Well, but they do list if they're somewhere else right now, and some of them are not anywhere else right now. Mm-hmm. Like Enchanted is not on anything else right oh, now. Oh, they took it on Netflix. Uh, I don't know what Pearl Family's not on there. What? That's nowhere. Uh, Tarzan, but that's also on the uh, movie, Netflix. the cartoon, yeah. the, the the movie cartoon. Oh <gasps> no! I'm gonna listen to the Phil Collins soundtrack. It's what a, Tarzan? It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's, it's, it's on but I want to see. I need to see the video. <laughs> okay, okay. I got into the whole thing. The bridge to Terabithia. I read the book. Um, let's see. Homeward Bound. <gasps> no. The Air one. Bud movies. No. Uh, the Incredible Hulk. Thor Ragnarok. The Eric Banner film. Spider Man Homecoming. I think. I think Black it's what Panther. Marlon said. I think it's, it's what Marlon said. Because all these are on Netflix, so uh, Spider Man into the the, the Spidey Verse, that's probably on there too. On Netflix huh? as well. Uh, let's see what stuff that uh, Toy away. Story Four that just uh, came out to be on Deadpool Netflix. isn't anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool they also are like a, right now. HBO. HBO. The, the X Men movies aren't anywhere right now. Well, that's fine. We don't need them. Mm. We're starting fresh. Uh, Live action, um, the Emma Watson one with uh, Bell. Doesn't make doesn't count. We so have to um, That's all good. I mean, I feel like right, right, probably right. a crazy long list of it, but I mean, a, a lot of it. I George think it's just the not going to be on there. The TV show or the, the oh, movie. movie? Y'all got to clarify. I watched both Maleficent. <laughs> it's all good we'll see what happens later i mean well, like, that's what it is tomorrow we'll just we'll, we'll just be surprised what the they only have on things i am concerned are the 90s disney tv shows and like endgame will be out will be out even though oh. i know we all have dvds but like that's like the you only marvel movie not on the sad don't mm-hmm. say that. I lo- that's one of my favorites. But it'll be okay. Eventually, it'll be there. This ease up on my pain because I don't want. I didn't want too much goodness where I'm like I don't even know what to watch. So I'm kind of. I mean, it's nice and balanced. Where okay, so I know exactly what to watch when this comes out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all my childhood shows: Darkwing Duck, uh, Ducktales, Rescue Rangers. Ooh. And 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 the Mighty Ducks the cartoon. That's what I really wanted to see. And Gargles, I want to see Gargles first. And X Men the animated series. So we don't even need to have the X Men movies. We got the animated series on there. So I'm cool with what's happening. I'm just my number one concern is how are we going to get through the downloading of this app and signing in? It's going to be like Amazing Race virtually. That's my only concerns, but uh, it'll be fine. I feel like it'll go through its troubleshooting era. I mean, they put a lot of money into this, and that's kind of, of course, that was Kinks the first month or two around. But 
they took a good gamble, a gamble that a lot of companies are taking. I mean, it seems like every other TV service is doing a plus thing. Like just today, I saw on Instagram that BET is doing BET Plus, where they'll show you all the old <laughs> BET classic films like Martin and the Jamie Foxx show. So I feel like a lot of companies are pulling all these streaming services out of the woodwork. Disney, on the other hand, has a crazy collection of movies people want to see, and nostalgia is pretty profitable. So um, yes, it'll probably be difficult. Yes, it'll suck having to log in numerous times and having to probably refresh the page. But at some point, we'll all get in and it'll be great. And we'll just forget about the troubling uh, initial time we took trying to get into Disney+. Plus. And, and Netflix is just going to go, in stock because no because disney is only that. gonna do family shows like disney can't do r disney can't do mature True. but netflix can't which is why we probably won't see a lot of these um marvel shows like you know we probably won't see luke cage won't see jessica jones because they were hard ma and netflix could do that so netflix will probably still be our go-to place for mature content to see fighting and blood but disney will stay family safe i just feel like at least for the first month and two, first month, first two months, the viewership on Netflix is going to go down because Disney has chosen a very good time for it to start up. You're going to start up two weeks before Thanksgiving, you know, almost almost a whole month for Christmas, the, the whole holidays. And so, you know, people are coming home. We're going to watch TV, you know. What's the best thing? Because you said so yourself, family stuff. What is the best thing to watch when you're a whole bunch of families, different ages? It's going to be Disney Plus. So I'm just already for like, I'm already seeing the articles of like Netflix viewership went down and blah, 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 blah. And Netflix might try to, I don't know. I am curious to see because Netflix always bounces back from like crisis. I know this is not this is temporary, but I know Netflix is gonna have to be like, oh, we have a plan too, and they're gonna whip it out like a Yu Gi Oh card and be like, ha ha, you know, I mean, we have a plan. So I plan see it's already in the works. They they already made their content. They already have published that people already watched. Like they like that that uh, you's coming back. I know that was super popular. Yeah, last I did like year you. I did like um, you. So I, I feel like they've already created their their fail safe plan, with the exception mm. of losing all the other old stuff like The Office and Friends later. Yeah, yeah that, that was not smart. I but, feel, mm. Yeah, but I, I feel like for the most part, because they have like so much random stuff mm-hmm. now that, like Marlon said, like there's stuff that you can't watch on Disney, the stuff that they don't produce because they're the family friendly network. Mm-hmm. So Netflix, I mean, granted, you're right. Netflix will probably take some kind of hit. But, but I read recently that when they released their like their reports or whatever, they actually gained people lately. Interesting. One thing I'm, one thing I'm curious about, I read, is that they're, uh, that various uh, streaming services are considering cracking down on people who share, share passwords. <gasps> and I, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work, whether it's like have to, having to verify like certain <gasps> elements of your... for it? They're the only one that can access Yeah, exactly. So... I, but that's I think that's gonna happen soon like like they've been pretty like oh it's okay whatever but now that there's like the streaming wars which we'll probably get into next episode yeah. is that like they're gonna they're gonna like clamp down on that because there's too many and people are just taking whatever they want so that's that, wow that's it's gonna really happen is becoming in the near future crazy i'm just thinking about all the years so i'm one of those people where i have the account and i share it and like I have like my family and some close friends, and now if this happens, I'm gonna be like, 
it's all for your like i don't know what to do i guess we just have to go back to just pirating i guess <laughs> i don't know it's it's like i mean we are we are thinking of our next episode to have like a streaming wars because you know that would be a week after disney plus and you know there's apple tv happening i've been watching some shows from that and then i'm still waiting for hbo max but i know that's not till next year but it's, it's 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 crazy now now for all the streaming services you do have you are paying for a certain type of cable and it's True. just kind of wild because it's it, started, it started off just you know i have two three things i can watch original content and some stuff and anime now it's like if i want to watch disney stuff go here if i don't watch anime i go here if i don't watch netflix shows go here amazon prime hulu and oh, and then, like, we didn't get to like CBS Access. Mm. Or I, guess how I watched my I Twilight Zone. I haven't touched that yet. Uh, yeah. Guess we shall see in Streaming Wars Part Two. That's starting next week. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, well, since we're talking about TV shows, I'm just going to keep it in TV shows. Uh, last night, Rick and Morty season four dropped. Did any of you guys watch it? Watched it twice. Nope. Marlon, do you, it. Marlon, do you like Rick and Morty? Wait, let's start this um, off. You, not saying do you like, but do you watch Rick and Morty? I watch I it. I see the appeal, but then I'm also very much like the show is a lot. Yes, it is a lot. So I'm <laughs> not going to be the kind of person that's like online being like Rick and Morty is like the great. I'm like, oh, this is this is entertaining. It's not. The greatest, but it is. I'm not gonna go to McDonald's and punch someone for Szechuan sauce if this is you're asking me. <laughs> okay, that that makes it so better. Um, <laughs> no, so like season four dropped, and for mm. me, it's a big thing because the last season was like two years ago. Rick and Morty, the last season was oh, out was at the same long? time Game of Thrones season seven was out. So you can remember that was like five years ago. And Mm -hmm. so when they said season eight of Game of Thrones was coming out this year, I was like, that means Rick and Morty's coming out. I just didn't know when until they said like November and November came and the last episode came on last night. And we're here. We're in it. We're 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 starting season four. And it's like if you've been watching like every season you know that I really enjoy how there's a strong character arc because even though mm. it's so it's just pure madness and chaos and I love it, but there's always these little heartfelt messages and wisdom, and then the characters they totally just change and they'll do so so little until you get to like the season finale and then be like, bam, like like now Morty's like this or like Jerry's like this, and so then you watch the first season of the new season because it's like okay, well, we recovered from what happened last time. Let's see how they are now. And you can already feel the power dynamics have changed in this in this episode alone. I was like, wow, Morty. Like, Morty's out to do what he wants, but now he's really, really, he's really, really out being like, I'm the man in charge. Even though he still kind of reverts back to his little weaselly self. Uh, yeah, so Morty has changed. Rick... He is still Rick, but you can kind of see because of like the stuff his he's put this family through hell. Let's just say that he's put his family through hell. But now that the family's kind of tired of it, you know, he's kind of losing his position in the family. Like to the point where Jerry's like, yeah, you can't do it. And I was like, damn, he has to answer to Jerry, too. So I'm just I'm concerned about. OK, Jerry. Rick. 
For me, I'm concerned about Rick this season. I don't know, Eming. What about what are you? Since you saw it twice. Well, I I'm more I'm more curious about what's happening in the the Rick and Morty universe where there's that rogue Morty robot that's like tearing shit up. I want to I want to know more about that. That was the most interesting for me last season, and I really want them to go back to that because that seems like a big deal. I feel like it's going to come back and affect the current Rick and Morty, and I really I I want them to get to get to that. You're right. I forgot about that kid. Um, But you know what? One thing I was talking to with one of my friends is I did like how this episode kind of shout out to, and I like talking about fanboys, especially toxic fanboys, because, you know, you got to love your enemies, love your haters. They're the haters in my world. And so I did appreciate how this episode kind of did a shout out because there was a few scenes where Rick was trying to get back to like his body and every dimension that he went in it was like a a fascist nazi (laughs) regime happening and he's just like why is the default always fascist and i was like you're kind of poke he's kind of poking fun on those crazy fanboys i think we talked about on these message boy message boards that kind of you know these these fanboys are kind of just very racist and sexist and they think rick and morty is like everything and so you know they hate they hate anything different and doesn't look like them okay cool but i did like that that right that little bit of the little bit of dialogue that was kind of to them like you know we're making fun of you y'all losers y'all need to stop which part are you referring to just like all the multiple like when rick was trying to get back to his clone body and he it was every time it came back it was like nazis just nazis and he's like why 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 gotta be Nazis? like fuck this you know and it's like I think it's kind of funny how, you know, with all this white supremacy talk in our media right now, especially at an all-time high, compared to with these crazy fanboys that basically are baby versions of these people, it's kind of like they're just doing a shout-out of, like, why y'all doing this? Like, stop. In a way where Rick, because you know Rick is pretty extreme, but when he's like, why? Like, it's, it's just so crazy how they are doing that interesting because i i didn't see that at all <laughs> really i was like that, that's what i that's why like when he said that line i was dying laughing because i was like are they making fun of those toxic boys because that i like but maybe i, I, thought, was it, I thought it was more about like the whole trump's people make make america great and how like they're you know racist and whatnot and bigamist and all that shit and it's like like and when it's the default setting it's like I thought it meant like, you know, there's always like this, this sheet underneath everything. And if you go down deep enough, you're going to find hate. You're going to find people who are like this. And, and because he kept having to go back and again and again and again and again, he was going deeper and deeper into that, into the, 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 the underneath of society and how much, how much like deep down in any society there's like this this like right that's what like he said the default i love yeah, that that's what i took it as but i see I that know. but then i was like also putting together with because i think like last season they even made fun of like these like they're these fanboys are like crazy and so like in our little fan fandom world you know we talk about like star wars fans 
and their fanboys, Rick and Morty fans and their fanboys, and like Rick and Morty fanboys are like up here on like the most obnoxious scale because they are doing way too much for a cartoon that's you know that's pretty deep, but it's pretty enjoyable, but it's making people say some crazy mix, like mixed up things where you're just like, dude, it's just a cartoon. Like, why are you gotta be so sexist? Or because like remember like um, I don't remember if you remember like a few years ago when it was said like uh, a woman when uh, she was a writer on Rick and Morty and like the fanboys were like cussing her out on Twitter like you're a woman and I was like so because of her y'all had an episode but y'all gonna well, hate her well, well I guess because you know that background and I don't that's probably why I, I didn't oh, okay okay yeah so that's maybe, why I was maybe like, that's mm-hmm. I was like it's it's just so funny and then like I don't know I love the scene towards the end where Rick kind of sees like you know how his daughter wants just him to be a part of the family and to be nicer to her to her son and so that scene where he sees in the 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 wasp version of his family how they were so happy even though they were crazy <laughs> messed up stuff that was my favorite scene because he was like <laughs> Speaking of that scene when they're when they're eating the what's his face what's his name the principal teacher. whatever his Gosh, name yeah. and my my partner like after he, he ate the the his his uh his, 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 his little babies <laughs> my partner just looks at me and I'm like I didn't fucking write this shit why are you I judging me for watching it run, <laughs> I, was like, I know it's dark I don't know yeah, I didn't write it I'm sorry. <laughs> That was hilarious. But then they're like, Bondi as a family. That was Eming's favorite scene, y'all. That was my favorite scene. It was her favorite scene. I thought it was was awkward. (laughs) I felt uncomfortable. No, because it was... A thing about this show, again, I love is that they have these really heartfelt messages that are so true, but it's like paired with like crazy madness messed up stuff. So... That that scene was a perfect example. You have a bunch of just crazy, bloodthirsty wasp family eating, you know, someone they found, and they're doing what wasps do, it's eating the babies and everything. Is. But at the same time, they're having family time. We're we're bonding. This is a time for us to spend time together. I want to be with eating my living my creatures. Boring. But that's what wasps do, though. So remember, he said he goes, "We're not animals. We're wasps. We stick together." I was rolling because it made me mad because it made me think of a month ago when I got stung by a wasp and I swore I was going to kill all wasps. So I I saw that and I was like, you know, you're right, Rick. I should give wasps a chance. You guys aren't all bloodthirsty. So Kat, because of that scene, because like Rick was like rebuffed in a way on how he sees his family and how he sees they could be. Do you feel like after this episode, he's going to change or like be more open to things, or was it just, just just like a moment in time? It's like okay, he experienced some like oh that could be my family, and then back to regular Rick. But at the same time, this has happened before where he does get like he gets exposed to stuff like this, where he's like oh I should try to do that and stuff, and then he'll do it for like one more episode, and then he'll go back to his crazy self. But then towards the end of the season, he kind of softens up a bit. Now I will say he has softened up a lot more, and I'm wondering what does that mean because in Hollywood speak, when you see someone who's just such a hard ass like like Rick, especially like. I'm thinking of like 
uh, Logan, like the Logan movie. Now, you know, Wolverine has been a hard ass all his life, but then he was kind of, he was, he was, he was still a badass, but you see him being soft in his heart. And that led to, you know, his death. So I'm wondering, is this the season where Rick is not coming back? Or is he just going to disappear? And then he'll come back when more, when Morty's old. I don't know. Cause I, I, I'm getting a sense of, Something's being set up where something's gonna... I mean, we always get this, but I really feel like this is the season where something's being set up where either, like, Rick or the family, somebody's gonna be torn apart, and, you know, it's that time difference, whether that's death or just displacement, it's just gonna really mess up future seasons. Hmm. What do you think? Interesting. <laughs> I mean, they have, like, what, 70... 70- Four more episodes that they have to do. I don't think Rick's going anywhere. Okay, well that but makes me feel better I, because I, I was know. like, I mean that might be the long game. It sounds like a Game of Thrones type of thing. Like you know maybe he has to go do something. I don't I know mean, that, that. I mean that could be the end of the show. That would make me sad if that was the like, end though. I feel like, like the end like, would be the. He'll be, he'll be like, what's west of Westeros? Then he'll just go somewhere. <laughs> oh, I would be so mad if they did that. He'll be on a boat. I would be so staring mad. Off. I'd be like, okay. With the sails in the background. No Game of Thrones is up. Please don't. I mean, okay, but I feel like that would be summer, though. I feel like summer would be the one to be like, I have a boat and I'm going to go see what's west of Westeros. It's like, we don't care, Summer. <laughs> like, and I would be dying because I'd be like, I get that, but I don't know. I I'm just really concerned. I don't know. I'm just really concerned about Rick this season. And I don't know why. I I, I am proud of Morty growing because I mean Morty's getting up there in his teenage years, but you know Rick is so losing sad. his Rick is using touch of his you know his connection with Morty because he's he was so used to being you know the grandpa. Now he's being looked at as like just the guy that takes me in his spaceship, you know, is turning into that kind of dynamic. And I'm concerned. Mm. Except Mm. towards the end where Morty was found the truth about what happened and was like, take me away. (laughs) Then I was like, okay. I was so fucked up. I was like, oh, right. did all that for nothing. That girl, girl not for you, Morty. That girl's not for you. uh, (laughs) I am excited just to watch the next episode because I saw, so I don't really watch the show Silicon Valley. I've watched a few episodes, but the next preview looks like Silicon Valley Silicon Valley <laughs> mixed with Mick and Morty because something about an app and they have to get rid of this app and they have to go through space. Like it looks ridiculous. And they talk about um they yell at this alien. This alien's like, I'm an intern. And they're like, Well, who's in charge of the intern? And he goes, oh, No, I'm not. Oh, I was I like, I, just, I can't wait to see this next episode. Intern. <laughs> not, not you. <laughs> not you i was like wait what so i'm excited i'm excited and i will watch for sure who's excited uh, me <laughs> um okay so on that note i watch this episode I, apparently you need to because you have i mean you don't have to like it you, you it would be great to have something for you to be like well you know i thought as a human being, da 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 da, and I'd be like, "That's great, Marlon." As a human being, <laughs> as someone with a soul, supposedly, you <laughs> might enjoy this. That hurts my feelings. Oh. I don't have any of those. I don't get paid enough to have a soul. Oh. I'm sorry. Where did that go? What, what is happening? I say Rick and Morty, y'all feeding right into that energy. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Y'all <laughs> This is the kind of energy this show produces in people, so apparently I shouldn't watch it at all because I'm going to be like this. <laughs> we don't want you to change, so don't watch it. <laughs> I'm back in the way. Oh, I'm just waiting for the boondocks to start, so that's when I'll be fully engaged in naive so adult swim type activities. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. I am wondering how they're gonna Yeah, how they're gonna did he granddad. was he able to do his granddad spots or are they gonna have to I don't know if they're shooting or it's not. It's making me nervous and I don't wanna think about it because it's it's Did you look it up? Hard. No, I was sad to look it up. I, I read about the celebration of his life and I was like, This is beautiful. But I I did think of like, well, who's gonna do Granddad on Pops or or Granddad on Boondocks? Like, or did he already do it? And then like, Regina King is busy, so for her to do like a bunch yeah. of movies and Watchmen and to do Boon, like she's half the show on Boondocks. So. And it's supposed to be airing in fall twenty twenty. Exactly. Which means How that they're probably that? see my kids at my high school, and I have this whole debate me and my few black kids that we uh all met up the day we found out that granddad passed right we had a whole like black meeting in the hallway because we were all like big boondocks fan i swear to god like me and a group of like all these black kids like yo granddad died today and i was like i know right and we immediately went into like what's going to happen to the boondocks and so right here's my hypothesis about the new season of boondocks okay a Riley and Huey are going to have to move in with Uncle Ruckus. No. Because he was granddad's best friend. And it'd be super symbolic of having to live under the same roof as someone who's like a super ultra conservative during Trump's America to like juxtapose all that. And it'd be crazy if Riley starts to gravitate more towards Uncle Ruckus and starts repeating no. shit he's saying back like to Kanye Huey. West. Exactly. Then they bring in Kanye West. That's one hypothesis we have that, yo, what if it is that? The other one is, what if they do a season where they just go to different people's houses that they all know and live with them and kind of get like a piece of their like America and like talk about it? Because like every, I feel like every neighborhood that they, every neighbor they know has some nuanced um, opinion about this world. So they go and stay with like maybe the Dubois, they oh, stay with Sam Jackson's white character. I forget the oh. dude's name. He talks black, oh. but it's just his R. white character. Charlie kid. Murphy. Yeah. Like, oh, Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. They got a lot to address. They got to address Pops passing, and they got to address that homeboy, the redhead homeboy that was Charlie Murphy's character. Right. Oh, I love that character so much. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that. I have to do take. I know they're going to have to do something about Kanye West. They're going to do something. Because why not? They're gonna have to do something, maybe even related to the whole Aesop Rocky situation, because he too was like a Kanye where I mean Trump talked about Aesop Rocky on Twitter saying let him go. I was like, What is happening? How does he know who he is? Why does he care? Like so if they kind of address that, and then, you know, they got to address, like, the R. Kelly finally getting, you know, being put in jail, O.J. Simpson being released from jail. Like, there's so Oof. much. The juice. So much. is back on the, the juice. juice. is back. And he has a Twitter. He does. Talking about random football videos. It's re- it's ridiculous. And like, also, it connects back to our streaming wars, because the Boondocks is released for two seasons on HBO Max. 
So, uh, yeah, get HBO Max to even uh, see this boondocks. <laughs> I will have HBO Max because why not? I'm why so upset because I don't want it. But now I don't I'm like, want it either. This is an but, HBO Max exclusive. Damn mm-hmm. it! Now I gotta actually watch so, this. So right. HBO now is gonna cease to exist. I don't know. No, they're gonna because have like three different like, three. things. Why? HBO Go I is when no you have idea. cable, right? HBO goes if you have cable, so it's just the app version of yeah. your cable. HBO now is if you don't have the cable, you just have HBO. But HBO yeah. Max is just going to be surpassed. It's having all that plus original content. Is that the difference? I wish I knew because I'm like, HBO, it make up your mind. Like you can't it. have three apps, HBO. You need one app, <laughs> HBO. Come on now. And then there's like, HBO Premium. <laughs> I'm so upset, HBO. Only because I want to watch the Boondocks and I don't want to well, have to pay HBO for it. going to have that gr- new Green Lantern show. So I know, like, I have to see. I have to see. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some pretty great shows. And HBO has never let me down in my life. Mm. So I know I'm going to have to get I it guessed. because they've never let me. D- Every great show in my entire life from um like the wire to yeah, sopranos true. to deadwood to game Carnival. of thrones to car like true, true. blood like true. so many like great hits even that sesame, it's gonna have sesame street which i think was all right a new show oh, a new one yeah Turn up Sesame Street. That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be turn up. You thought it was turn up on PBS? Just elbows and strippers and cocaine. It's gonna be it's gonna be Angels in America Elmo Sesame Street. Cocaine. <laughs> no, and then they're gonna have a dare program. They're gonna bust <laughs> Elmo out of put him in rehab, have an intervention, you know. They're gonna be making meth. You know, they're breaking batting it out there. Mm, oh my cookie gosh. Monster, meth and cookie. cookie monster love meth cookie. Oh. <laughs> right. And then Grover is like the ultimate con man who's running who's laundering money or something. And mm-hmm. he's playing all these secret identities to fool the government or whoever yeah. to make sure he has the money to pay back who I don't know. I would watch the hell I'd out of that show. We just we just put together. I would watch the hell out of that yeah. show. And then, you know, you yeah. find out that Snuffleupagus is actually the snitch on the show. Just like right. but only Big Bird can Big see Bird. him. I have the to tell the police can... doing drugs is not okay. He's gonna set Big Bird up. Big oh, Bird's absolutely. gonna have to take the rap. Big Bird's going to jail. HBO produces produce a show. Produce Sounds HBO. amazing. Just the wire on Sesame Street. Wire on Sesame Street. These streets. This is a super edgy rendition of Sunny Days. It used to be sunny until crack cocaine hit Sesame Street. Chasing the clouds away. With so much cocaine that it just flooded the streets. It couldn't even save Oscar. You'll have like a rapper like YG be featured in the song. Oh talking yeah. about I, I don't even listen to YG, but I can hear, I can see him being in. You know these streets are hard, and you know, but we're together because it's a family. But these streets are hard. It's like, oh, yeah. are we really together? Because a lot of people are dying and being sent to jail. 
But I, I watch it, and the count, the count will always be on the, he'll be always be on the side. One, on the two, three, counting. crack rock. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> cop One, two, three, cop car. Somebody going to throw the jail tonight. We must run. It's the 5 oh. We must run. 5 oh. And then five, he oh. disappears in the, at, a, at a purple smoke. <laughs> I am excited for HBO Max, but we'll talk more on Streaming Wars next week, I guess. Continue with her Sesame Street idea. I really feel like HBO should invest in it. Anyway, I want to talk about aiming what we did this weekend. Yeah. It was a pretty magical weekend that we had. Um, shout out to Circus App and Wired 25. They had a great event this weekend in San Francisco, which discussed and showcased a lot of events uh, covering tech, um, talking about even like in like there was panels of book readings of of about tech I guess I didn't go to everything I just went yeah, to the we, things where we I was didn't touching. go to anything we literally just walked in got swag and left but no, you know was, I looked was, around we we saw some book some people talk about some books the, and you grabbed them some, some some snacks from the food table because the lady said we could <laughs> I can't say no to popcorn. Popcorn's like too much I really want some popcorn. Um, you know how long it is to walk up to that building for the Bart Station? I was hungry. I, was I have a photo of it somewhere. Oh god! The, the description of that was beautiful. He walked in and grabbed some popcorn oh. and walked right back out. No, we took we we parked. And a really cool thing about internet safety that children hold and grown-ups should know. Hold on. There we go. Oh, oh my popcorn picture. I forgot. Damn, that's a lot of popcorn. Are you going for it? I love it. <laughs> and it was high-quality popcorn. I just want to let the listeners know. It was high-quality popcorn. It was really good. It was garlic, garlic herb mixed it with some cheesiness. You know, you got to put that in together. With some, and the water was like spa cucumber water. So it was a nice mix. I was satisfied, especially walking. And they had juice boxes. And they had juice boxes. I was tempted, but I was like, not today. Um, but Ooh, enough about the snacks. The it was boxes. a great event. I really enjoyed the little. The little Google, because it was a whole Google thing where we learned about internet safety. I mean, I feel like Amy and me, we were pretty smart about the internet, so we 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 got everything right. But there are adults out there that just don't know how to be safe on the internet. I would recommend y'all try that. I wish that was available everywhere because I think it will save a lot of people's passwords and catfishing. I, I feel like people will be saved if they knew just how to be safe. And but it was. Mostly hinted towards children, especially teenagers, yeah. because they are the biggest internet users, in my opinion. Kids are dumb. Well, I mean, because they just get into their feelings and don't think. That's the main thing. They're like, I know everything, oh, yeah. and then you're sending money to a Nigerian scammer. So it's like, this is the thing for you, you know? Maybe they I remember have scammers. I, they haven't found a teenager, but you know what I'm saying. I remember the first the first time I worked at a at a camp for the summer. There was this kid who was like, Miss Eming, Miss Eming, um, um, I got this email for a free card for iTunes. I looked at him and was like, really? And he was like, yeah, yeah. I just have to like call some number. And I'm like, I'm like, so-and-so, whenever you think you see an email that's offering you something free, picture me saying it's not, <laughs> okay, please. Right. And he was like, but, but I'm like, no, don't do it. 
Don't yeah, because like, like the thing we even did was like, well, how do you know if you give your kids some money to buy a video game? How do you know? How do they know the website's safe? And I was like, well, you gotta have that green check mark, you know. But then some kids don't. They don't do that. They're just like, oh, money, video game, got it. And then you know they send their money in a scam, and they're like, they'll get boxes of like prune juice. I don't know. And so. Yeah, so be safe out there. But the biggest part of the whole night was that we got tickets to see uh, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out for free mm. at the at the AMC Kabuki Theater. Nice. And Chris, Chris, well, Chris Evans was there. Well, Kat, Mr. Kat America's ass. Yes. Well, Kat, Kat almost there, did because she almost got hit and run. She was approaching this. The, oh yeah, <laughs> approaching I the, for the, the event. Theater. Just letting y'all know, Ryan Johnson. Please hear that I almost died to see you and Chris Evans, but it was worth it because I was. I had the right away. I was in the crosswalk. Some chick backed up, didn't care, and kept going. Amy literally was like Captain Marvel it with me, and I was like, oh, almost got hit. But since it's San Francisco, I was just like, eh, it happens. <laughs> so we got in line, and even though we waited in the cold. And the air smelled like pee and trash. You know, it we knew it, like pee. Worth it. it was, the air smelled heavily like urine out there. Um, but the movie. Mm, old I will, San Francisco. Eventually, I will do a whole movie review thing because I do that every year on my little blog thing. But since now it's a podcast, I can really talk about it. Knives Out for sure is my favorite movie for 2019. It it was perfectly written. It was perfectly directed. That cast is per- like everything was just right and it's a murder mystery which is like my one of my favorite all-time genres because it paid homage to every murder mystery of our time and ugh, it's just please go see this movie like marlon you have to see knives out you're gonna love it you're gonna have fun it's, it's, it's so good i also want to say it's that so i also was trying to go and then <laughs> i went to go get the tickets using the app you had sent me and then it immediately told me this is all sold out after you told me to go get tickets and I felt no, so sad. I like no. checked with my girlfriend, cleared out a schedule, I'm like, cool, I got it. And then I was like, I'm gonna join the group. We're gonna go, it's gonna be a trio again. Oh my like, we, we do a lot of things as a trio. We went to see Sean and Hobbs together, we went to the 90s experience, and I get on my little online ticket and it's like, nope. And then it offered no. me, oh wait, if you want to actually still go, you just gotta pay like a thousand dollars for the full two-day pass. And I was like, well, you would I'm have good. been VIP. You would have been VIP, and you would have asked a question to Chris Evans for a thousand dollars. I'm fine with that. I didn't know how much VIP cost, but they said it was a paying option. And I was like, "What was paid?" That so that's how you got the VIP thing. Two day pass. You get like some kind of fun seating area with free food and probably a cool swag bag, and you get to ask Chris Evans a question. But I was like, you know what? I'm only going for one day. Someone- Someone had the audacity <laughs> to ask so him if if um, he would consider being 007. Oh yeah, that question. That was the dumbest question. I was like, kick my eyes. Eyes rolled to the back Get of my head, out. and I kept looking at Amy like, I have a very important question that's very intelligent, but I couldn't ask because I wasn't VIP. But it's okay. It's a free event. How old was this young lady? She sounded younger than us. I don't. I don't know. She, she was younger than us. Will you ever younger. play 007? Because she was like, "Well, what, how does she?" She was like, "You, you were Captain America." Like, did you, you talk to um, uh, Dale Craig? Dale Craig about maybe you know him switching off the to you, you and, he could be, and you could be. And he, and he was like, <laughs> "No." 
First of all, James Bond is never American. He's never going to be played by American. And it's more likely it's going to be a British woman, at least. But whatever. But I am excited to hear, like, because people did ask some really great questions. Like, what what's, what is Chris Evans? Like, what, it, what movie does he want to make next? And he said musicals. Um, he um, is a theater kid at heart, so that makes sense. He said that. And I was like, what musical is he going to do? Because I was like... The only thing I saw in my head was Oklahoma, and the only why, the reason why I saw that was because of the first episode of Watchmen. Oklahoma. Hopefully he's smarter than to try to do Oklahoma. I feel like it's just it's too sensitive of a subject him, after Watchmen. in Oklahoma though. As that's Who's him in that shirt and the jeans and the boot. Like that's him. That's not gonna hit enough people. That's too that's like I don't even know the I don't even know the full extent of that play to go even see. It's not like it'll be that or like I don't know if you heard of a musical Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. He'll be in something like that. That's over my head. I don't We went right over Marla's head. (laughs) Sorry, I brought my theater kid out. Let me put her back in. (laughs) Um <laughs> um, I am excited, but I was really I think one of my favorite parts was when Ryan Johnson did kind of address to the haters towards his Star Wars movie. Like he's like, you guys can't disagree and not like it. I, I get that. I feel that. But if you're gonna hate something because it's like it has women in it, it has black people, it is diverse, it's diverse, you're gonna hate on diversity, then fuck them. I must have been like preach this is why i stand this is why i love you this is why he needs to be protected you know he is just another fellow geek like us who who has who had a very similar childhood like us and he he takes it into account of all the sense the the essence of what made that whatever great but then he modernized it because it's today it reflects off on today's society and so you know, I understand we there's different views on the new Star Wars. I loved it. You know, people didn't like it. Cool, whatever. But at the same time, I feel like every time he's talking about something on Twitter or whatever, there's always these crazy fanboys like, yeah, you you fucked up Star Wars. Fuck you. You don't know what you talk about because you're an idiot. Da-da-da. I'm like, y'all sound stupid. <laughs> like, let the man talk. And so I just, I really appreciate just hearing his words and what he had to say. And I'm really excited for whatever else he might bring. I mean, people did suggest that they should, him and Chris Evans should come together and do like a horror musical movie, which would be fun. But a I don't know how- horror musical? That yeah. Was it was a joke. <laughs> but I like to think in my head, that just sounds like a Buffy the Vampire episode to me. But- I think well, that'd be a little great segment on like YouTube or something. Uh, one part that was interesting was when the host sort of broached the topic of the um, the the debate about Marvel being like a legitimate movie situation, and 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 and, and Ryan was like, he kind of like I felt it seemed like he got nervous about what to say like he didn't want to say anything and he didn't want to like continue with that conversation he because again to- he already has a target from the fanboys he don't want to stir yeah. the pot <laughs> but at the same yeah. time he does respect the, the the directors that do talk about it because i mean again those these directors are very well respected well you know you know talented directors but at the same time it's like well why is everyone so mad and what and what these directors are saying i mean it was a great question 
you know but at the same time it's kind of like again like with the star wars thing it's like okay yeah you had what you had to say we heard you we acknowledge you but at the same time you know some of these directors are making time to have interviews with these people and then just talk bad about marvel and i'm like wait i thought we're talking about your movie it's like no i'm gonna talk about marvel and i was like okay but again you know I've been on my Scorsese kick. You know, I still follow what he has to say because then it's, I found it funny that he was approached to making Joker and then he was like, I just didn't feel it. You know, I tossed this aside, whatever. And now I see it is and I'm just like, whatever. I'm just like, what? Okay, whatever. Right now I'm letting it go, but I think it's funny how people are like, but why are you so mad though? Why mm. so serious? Right, oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, but anyway, we had fun. The movie was just phenomenal. You guys go see it when it comes out. I might go see it again because I there were some parts I couldn't hear because everyone was laughing so hard. But I will definitely see it again. It was it's definitely one of the best movies of this year, and so mm. more that. so than Endgame. You said your favorite movie of the year. And Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you, you you made a claim, my mm-hmm. friend. You made a claim. Mm-hmm. So here's one thing about mm-hmm. me. At that time, in that moment of the year, yeah, that's my favorite movie. But that was in way the back moment. in what, May? Mm. We, we, I didn't say of the Inconsistencies. At the time. No, I, I mean, okay, maybe y'all don't know that about me, but my friends do. They know when I say that, they're like, okay, that's that's Cat's movie right now, for favorite movie right now. We gotta go see it. Inconsistencies. So right now, you know, it's <laughs> perfect. Parasite is like the flavor of the moment brought to you by Cat. I mean, this is why y'all need to... F- Focus and listen to my top movie thing when I do at the end of the year. So then you'll be like, okay, now we can see the list. We can we can watch all these on streaming because you can, you know. But at the top, yeah, I mean, it's Dives Out is a wonderful film. I could not stop laughing. Everything was just I love movies that are funny, but then the details make it even funnier, especially if you pay attention. It's like, ah, got, ah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Daryl, Daryl Craig better win something, some award for his acting. His character was hilarious, but he was brilliant, but he was just, ah, I love it. He he was my favorite character in the movie. It was, he was, <laughs> uh, yeah. So go see Knives Out. It was great. Thank you, Wired and Circus app for doing that again. If you have any more events in the future, you know, best believe I'll be there and I will make sure to text Marley faster. I will try to attend as well (laughs) so I can have this artisanal popcorn. That popcorn was hella good. It was really, really good. This this is handcrafted popcorn bag that (laughs) I was just like, I would take this whole glass jar if I could. Jesus Christ. In a glass jar? That's definitely our our artisanal popcorn. There was like five of like there were so many types, but I'm a savory type, so I'm gonna get the the garden herb one and the cheese to mix it together. Like I I love popcorn. Like if you want to bribe me, I got some artisanal popcorn. popcorn. Oh, what do you want, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, enough about that, Marlon. It's your turn. It's What's happening turn? in the world of Marlon? Hey, in your it's Marlon's corner. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, everybody. So we're back in the corner of video games. Uh, 
there's a lot of stuff coming out, y'all, in November. November is going to be a wild month. Um, so be ready to, you know, lose that cash as soon as payday hits. Um, so I'm just going to talk about <laughs> one game in particular, but I'm going to list three games that I'm excited about coming out um, that are dropping soon. Um, I'll tell you which, you know, methods or consoles are coming out on. So Age of Empires 2 is coming out. Um, that's for mm. your PC if you ever played Civ uh, 1 through whatever number they still are making. A- Age of Empires is pretty much the exact same where you pick your nation, you world build, you defeat things, start from the Stone Age, go up to the Modern Age, and you win. Um, the, the only addition this year is that it's now like in 4K for your PC. So if you have a great PC that's running crazy high RAMs and all kind of cool, colorful things, it's going to look beautiful. Um, Darn Right. Also, if you're a big Pokemon fan, because they're never going to stop making these games, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield drops November 15th um, on Switch. So if you have a Switch, which I don't, Um, you get to enjoy that. That means I get to visit some people. Hey, have a Pokemon party. Also, at this point in my age, I've just... I've decided that I'm not going to play any Pokemon games in anymore. In your age? In my age, age at this Young point. people don't get to say that. I just no. can't see it anymore, you know? Because in this, in, this, in this dimension, Marlon is my older brother. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm putting on I'm, I'm, I'm putting an older Marlon boys and older Marlon stance. I don't have a back problem, so I'm leaning forward. Um, so at this point in my age, it's just... It's 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 Gen one through four, and then I'm done at that point. You know, it's just it's just a right. lot. Of, honestly, it looks like they're just swapping colors, which is what they're doing. Um, so Sword and Shields coming out. I think the only exciting thing for this game that I think is really cool is that Farfetch finally gets an evolution after so many years of trying to level up your Farfetch. It evolves now, so. Look at that, everyone! You get it. If you, I mean, I feel like none of you who are kids are going to appreciate this because you. This is probably your first Pokemon game. Oh, he always evolves. No, when I was a kid, Farfetch was like that one who just didn't do anything. You just you just had a Farfetch with like a little bean sprout. Like, that he whacked people with his little bean sprout stick, whack. and that was it. Whack 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 whack. But now times have changed. Yeah. Also, another big deal about Sword and Shit is that now you get to fight these kaiju-like Pokemon because they're called Dynamax Ooh. Pokemon, and they're literally hey. just kaiju giant Pokemon you fight. Hey. Oh, I'm serious. Wait, Pacific Rim Pokemon? They're very much like yeah, they're just huge Pokemon. They're just and you have to like beat them to like lower, make them smaller to like I don't know. It just it sounds like a lot. Yeah, they're called Dynamax Pokemon. Um, yeah, and it, like you just have to weaken them to like lower their shield and to potentially capture and or defeat them, Dynamax Pokemon. So. Ah, okay. If you're down with that, this is fun. Um, and the last thing which I'm excited about, which I will talk about in length, is going to be Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. It's on PS4, Ooh. Xbox One, and PC. So PS4. it's good for everybody. So it's healthy. If you've been like me, I love Star Wars <laughs> games um, mm-hmm. and Star Wars lore. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the movies have been... You know, a ridge trade are great prequels. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We, we, we talked about this with, with Raymond last time we talked about Star Wars. Again next month. <laughs> exactly, but I feel like where Star Wars does great is in like the world building that comes to like the comic books, the world building of like the regular books that came out, and of course the video games. Um, so their video games have like just a chock full of lore and it's been really awesome. But of course the video games often are not, aren't really great. They released like that last star Wars game uh, that involved like a clone um, for like, I think it was the, the Wii 
where you use your Wii stick as a lightsaber, and it was like a Wii exclusive game. Oh, yeah, I remember that. As dumb as the Wii system was, that game was actually entertaining. Like, the lore kind of stuck with it. But for this one, I feel like they decided to kind of just, like, start brand new. This Order uh, of the Fallen starts right after Order 66. Like, that's what they pick up. The, right when, like, Palpatine does or 66, which is very interesting to me because if you, like, read the books and watched the movie and, like, read the lore, like, that's when, like, everything kind of falls to shit for the Jedis and people are trying to run and hide. And that's what this kind of picks up. Like, you you take the the mantle as Cal, who's, like, a Jedi Padawan, but your master is dead. So you don't have a master. It's just you. It also kind of borrows from, like, Mass Effect because you get, like, companions and you're on a spaceship with them. You have to talk with them. You do, like, companion-based missions. They also pull from things like Dark Souls and that um, this game just isn't your basic, like, mindless hack and slash, which is a, a lot of Jedi games, I mean, a lot of Star Wars games, mm-hmm. you just had to beat them down with, like, a bunch of sword attacks and you kind of win and right. progressing. And this mm-hmm. one, you have to plan out a method of attack. And it also kind of re- reminds me of Middle Earth, uh, the <gasps> games because I love that game. Yeah, Sorry, because in this game you have to like you know break down this, uh, your your foe's like you know shield in order to like land a killing blow. And if that person beats you, like your your enemy beats you, they take your XP and they take like some other like uh, and you take a, a bit of your force energy from you. You come back. And that person is highlighted as gold. And in order to get the XP back and some of your, like, you know, force powers back, you have to defeat that foe in order to progress the game and get the XP that you need. So this game is very calculated in how they want you to play. And they're also very calculated in the fact that they are aware that, yo, Star Wars games are kind of, like, come one, come all, and it's just kind of like a fun, like, slashing game. They want you to be strategic. Um, They really want you to, like, know and, and acknowledge your enemy and be strategic and look around the room and kind of go for the attacks um i'm excited by it. it's gonna come out november 15th it looks really cool um and i'm pretty sure if this goes well they'll probably you know add more to the development of this game i'm only worried that it'll come out maybe it'll be buggy uh who knows? But I think for now, this probably is, um, I think, one of the most satisfying Star Wars games that I've seen to come out with this, this level of detail. And I got to say, this this redhead kid from uh, Gotham, I don't know who his agent is, but he's just been getting so much work. Right? Yeah, the, 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 the redhead kid from Gotham. I think this is his actual like likeness is the character and the Star Wars game. just like him and i this this kid's killing it he's just just this redhead that is now featured on every other thing he's like on h&m's magazine and website and now he his likeness is on a star wars game and he's the the jedi padawan that's you know trying to survive and uh grow and excel and of course in this game also you get to increase your power level, get to make your own like kind of saber, get to add and like modify things, which is what we always Shut wanted in the Star Wars game. Saber? Modify and like do you like modify your powers, modify your weapons, your armor sets. I feel like mm-hmm. looked at other games and decided mm-hmm. to, like, we're going to just borrow and adapt and make our Star Wars games pretty much like right. out there. And so I'm hoping that they do it for the betterment of the game and it's going to be fun. It's going to be so excited. I probably won't buy it until like January so I can let everyone else play through it and see what didn't work and have them patch it. Right. And we get to go. I'll wait till March. <laughs> 
for that P- PlayStation sell end of day sale or whatever. <laughs> I'll get it there. But I am excited because it's kind of like how you said about the other game, the Outer Worlds game. Like customization mm-hmm. of your character is key, and the fact that I know in past Star Wars games, like. Like the Battlefront games are cool because I mean it's Star Wars, but at the same time I didn't like them because it was a pay pay to play kind of game. Yep. If you want to win or you want to be better, give us some money. And the mechanics mm-hmm. was just kind of repetitive, repetitive and boring. And you you couldn't customize your character. It was like you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. I was like, I want, I just want to, I just want to do this. But yeah. the fact that this game sounds legit like exciting where you have more power and you are with the force like you are becoming that and you're gonna have to fight to keep that that Mm. sounds exciting to me and someone takes that away from you you know how hard you're gonna work to get that back that's exciting to me i i like struggle games like that yeah i'm excited (laughs) for them you know i definitely think that they pick a good point to start you know most star wars games i think start um way back in like the Corbin Civil War days like we're this is like when the Jedi were in numerous numbers and they're fighting the Sith and it's like cool but like it's kind of hard if you're like someone who's just starting the game to catch up on literally all that lore and pay attention to it and remember who these dark lords are who these new Jedi who like these old Jedi are and the Knights of Ren and all that but this one it starts right after um the prequel, I think, episode three, whatever. Um, so mm-hmm. if you watch the prequels, you are, or if you watch Star Wars, um, the cartoon, you know what Order 66 is, you're aware of what's going on, and you can just kind of dive right into it. They can probably bring up Anakin, they can bring up Darth Vader, they can bring up all these characters that are familiar to you, and you don't have to like jump into like Wikipedia and looking up who's this guy, who's that guy, what's happening here. I wonder if the game, and I'm saying this is because when I when I was playing Kingdom Hearts three, mm-hmm. they had a whole section on the start menu about it's called before you begin, and you mm-hmm. clicked it, and it was like a ten minute recap in depth of what happened in all nine games, all nine games before Kingdom Hearts three. And so now I'm wondering, you know, since the Star Wars game is like adapting from a lot of other games mm-hmm. to make it like a really great experience, maybe I'm hoping they'll have a section where uh, before you begin story like if you want extra background and if you want more then you can go on your own to look that up but if they can provide that for like kids that don't know that would be awesome yeah i mean hopefully they do that they'll probably do the the tried and true lore based hunting that most games do where you gotta like click on some piece of notes or some uh disc and it says this disc is about this section of uh and you gotta put it on your lore library and go back to it and like go through it I gotta read right now. No fighting. I mean, if you ever played Dragon Age, most of the game is finding codex pieces and like reading the codex to like figure out who's the who's this character or why the mages hate the Templars. <laughs> I'm only laughing because recently in my Final Fantasy 14 game, so I'm about to be in the third expansion of this whole entire game, and I'm now in a part where I'm going in dungeons and I'm finding pages of just lore. And then like, I've been reading it and I'm just like, 
who is this and who is that? And my mm-hmm. friends are like, wait till you get to this part of the game. You'll see. And then that's all they'll say. And I'll be like, what do you mean? So I feel that, like the anticipation <laughs> and not knowing. But then it's like, don't tell me. I'll just figure it out. You exactly. know, so then you can experience it. But yeah, I, I like that where you can kind of interact with the lore and it's like on a need to know basis where you're like, well, I need to know more. Well, you go out and find more then mm-hmm. kind of thing. So yay. Okay. See Star Wars. Just... We'll see. Yeah. You know, okay. they're going to do great. I mean, you... they're going to pull from, I think dark souls and do the whole crazy difficulty level to right. invest people who are like, this game is hard to beat. Do you want to try? It's like, yeah, I'll try it. Oh, Dark Souls is great, but that's difficult. I have not. I feel like I played Dark Souls for a very long time, and the one thing I remember is just a lot of angry sessions and a lot of curse words. I think I'm like fairly far in the game, like, but at a certain point, I was like, you know what? My health is at risk. Um, I am going to put this down. My personal health. I feel, my yeah, I feel like if you didn't know me, you came to my house, like you'd think I'm a very angry person from the sounds coming from the TV and from me. As I, I, also, I think I had to replace one of my controllers because I was squeezing it too hard. Oh my gosh, I've never seen angry Marlin before. So Dark Souls is the it key. It is frustrating. Huh? Like I feel like we all have lived in the world of video games where you like get to like your health's low, but the boss's health mm. is also low. And you're like, if I need to just get one more hit, I can do it. Um, that's pretty much all of Dark Souls all the goddamn time. It's like oh, no. I just gotta get one more hit, and then it just happens. Like God, mother. Mm. I hit him twice and didn't didn't register. Why didn't it register? I, I did that. I hit them. I, I saw him. I saw myself swing twice and it didn't do anything. And then this happens multiple times. So I'm just kind of like, okay. I'm. And then the controller doesn't doesn't work after a while because I'm squeezing. He just on you and you die. You're like, he, he didn't touch me. Yeah. I hit him five times. Ah. You like, just like revert back to being a child and be like, this is. No, fuck you. No, I did that. No, no. I'm a tantrum. No, and then no, everybody no, who's in our house is like, this is not do you fair. need to take a break? I don't need a break. Exactly. So I decided, you know what? I'm not playing this game anymore. I I feel that. I think that's why I stopped too, where I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to stop because there are other games that actually care about me as a player. Exactly. And I will play the games. They care about me. I'm playing Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim cares about me. Skyrim, Kingdom Hearts. I'm gonna talk to Parallax. I'm gonna talk to Goofy because he always drops the best wisdom in that game. Okay, well, thank you, Marlon. Now I wanna. Now I have to add Star Wars to uh, my long wish list of video games to buy. All the things, y'all. It's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, if you're doing any Christmas shopping, um. Check out those Black Friday deals. Hopefully they're not too. You know you should do a Black Friday's uh, corner. Cyber Monday. <gasps> Black Friday corner with me, Marlon. <gasps> yes. Yes. I'm down for that. I don't mind doing a Black Friday like... Cyberish Monday talk. Like, yo, it's Black Friday's coming up, but also Cyber Monday is the next Monday. Let me hit you with some of these fun. Cyber deals Monday is like one of my favorite holidays ever. I'm like Psh, Black Friday. That's old. I gotta Cyber walk into Monday. a store. No, I got. I got. I got to leave Thanksgiving dinner to go stand in the cold in the line at midnight because I really need to get whatever I need to get. Boomer. Cyber Monday, click. 
no. upcoming two days. I feel like Black Friday is you know becoming more and more of a boomer thing, but you know Cyber Monday. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm gonna go outside for things. <laughs> I have the internet. I have it, and I have it on everything. I'm gonna stay my watch, home. In my refrigerator. Oh, Amazon my- right now on my on my little Galaxy Watch. I can order things right clicking it. I'm done. He's like, we gotta go buy that new TV. I just bought five TVs in five seconds. SpongeBob meme. Amazon. We gotta go outside and buy five Exactly. Yeah. So Black Friday, y'all, or Cyber Monday for the best of us. I'll be there. Definitely check out these games. Now, Marlon, you know the question I'm going to ask you, and I know the answer you're going to say, mm-hmm. because people want to know. Mm-hmm. Since, you know, the new game Death Stranding has come out, people have been saying, it's a pretty cool game. It's got Daryl from Walking Dead in it. It's so much fun. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what the game's about. I don't know what, I know what the game's about. I did hear that you throw your a jar of pee at something. Or am I just making that up? I don't know. I read that somewhere. And people were like, it's so good. But I was like, Marlon, this is, like, a major game coming out. Like, it's the, by the dude that created one of the great a great like he did metal gear solid why aren't you talking about it and so i was like <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted him to share his ideas because i'm just saying people are gonna be like well y'all talk about all these other games but y'all don't talk about death stranding why is that okay um <laughs> i knew you were asking this question i feel like you, you asked me it via text uh not too long ago and i gave you my response and it surprised you um <laughs> I didn't say that game, but what I did say was that <laughs> I think I'm gonna paint you a picture real quick. Um, okay. When this trailer for Death Stranding first came out, um, oh. I remember I think I was I was at someone's house when it came on. I was at someone's house and they like it was a commercial, and like it was it starts off really quiet, and you like see Norman Reedus. Uh, walking in some black goo or whatever or some lake and these like slender men are in the sky and it's like a baby in like a little test tube um and i just remember feeling like is this like an independent film he's doing is this a sci-fi movie i thought that too and then when it was like death stranding coming out soon and put like the ps4 logo i was like what the fuck is this game? Right. And then I remember like clicking on it and like reading about it. And the more I read about it, the more I was like, this is like the most artistically uh, overcomplicated plot I've ever read. And I just want to read to you just a quick synopsis um, about this uh this film about this you know this 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 film game it's like a apocalyptic united states where a cataclysmic event known as death stranding called dts invisible creatures originating from the breach land uh and they link to the afterlife begin to roam the earth they cause explosions uh known as void outs when they consume the dead by necrosis and produce rain known as timefall, which rapidly age and deteriorate whatever it hits. 
the events damaged the country's infrastructure, leading to the remaining population to confine themselves to remote colonies known as knots, which formed the United Cities of America. These colonies have since relied on the services of a company known as Bridges, which porters the brave uh, BTs, bandits, and terrorists to deliver supplies to cities. Um, they operate on behalf of the UCA, and they achieve a mental connection to a bridge baby, which is a premature child reflecting a state between life and death. It is possible for a person to sense the presence of a death-stranding creature. Porter carries the baby with him, which is stored in a pod, simulating a mother's womb, a condition known as dooms, which is, depending on the severity, allows a person to naturally sense or see or control a death stranding. And that literally is the setting of the game. And me reading that, I got nothing from that. I didn't know that's... I didn't know... I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know that's what the game was about. I still don't know what the game's about. Exactly. I just know he's walking in snow. I feel like that's the issue. Like I feel like if I'm describing a game to you and I give you that description and you get zero from it, like what, why would I pay $60 to play a game that even reading about, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is about. This is mean. Like, I feel like Baby. it probably is going to look beautiful. Yeah. It's going to look great. It's going to have great. It, it looks great. Like the, I'm sure the Modoc suits make the characters look really real. It looks beautiful, but I just don't understand what the game is about, nor will I waste $60 to play a game that I have no clue uh, what I'm doing or what's happening in this world. So uh, my opinion of Death Stranding is no opinion um, because <laughs> I refuse to invest time into something that I've tried looking up and tried to grasp. And it just, it's so confusing. And I don't it's think not there. it's not there. I, I, don't, I don't think it's worth my time. No, no. Okay. Thank you for painting that because I had no idea what the trailer. Great. But I didn't know what it was about. But now that, okay, that makes sense on why. And I'm so glad you explained it because I know there's other people out there that was wondering but you know we don't have the time to look up everything and so wow well guess who's gonna uh google the cut scenes entire cut scenes on youtube in about four months <laughs> this girl right here yo <laughs> I just watched movie. i'm, I'm like, sure yo those cuttings i'm sure those cuttings are gonna look just grade a oscar worthy i'm the sure music alone. Oh, I the, the music is great like the music, he always makes great music yeah. into his game. I feel like so, had they just decided to make this a movie, I, I would have watched it. I would have watched it too. Maybe it should just be a movie. What? Just ed- find an editor, put those cutscenes together, and more. submit it for the Academy. Yeah, I mean, Eming, film for the movie. Yeah, Eming, what did you think of Eming? Have you seen the trailer of this game at all? Uh, Death oh. Stranding. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. What did you think? I don't know what it's about. Exactly. I got the impression like the baby's supposed to save the world, but I don't understand <laughs> how or why or what. It's like, okay, that's it, it, it looked like a movie. And I'm like, okay, but it's not a movie. So I'm like, I'm never going to see this because I don't play video games like this. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me just fix that. Uh, well, thank you for explaining, Marlon. Yeah, I would go to Death Stranding on Wikipedia and just read how the game begins and ends just so you don't have to. I- I probably won't understand all the the verbiage together. I would I'd just be like, can some, can some YouTuber just explain and break it down in layman's terms? Because even though they'll be like, and then though and the and those so and sos and those, I would be like, who's who's what? What? I, I need images when they talk about these people yeah. and creatures and babies and after death and 
Yeah. If someone on Twitter could give the Geek Force podcast a quick synopsis of this game and how many characters can you use on Twitter again? Like what? Three sixty characters. If you can explain yeah, this 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 game three sixty characters for us, that'd be great. I'm about to write that down now, listeners. If you can explain what Death Stranding is in three hundred sixty characters on Twitter. Let us know. I'd be interested. I mean, if you can convince me to play this game, maybe, but it looks like a hot mess. Uh, I don't know about playing this game. But... At Geek Force Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, on Instagram, you get a little bit more creative space. So if you can write in a nice paragraph reminding you, paragraphs are, are they can be three to five sentences long, but I prefer five sentences. If you can write a paragraph of what this game's about, beginning, middle, end. Yes, I will shout you out on Instagram. And that is at Geek, For- Geek Force Podcast on Instagram. Hooray. Does that help, Amy, <laughs> with the sponsorship? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. Geek Force Squad on, on Twitter. We need to get this down better. We'll remind you guys, because by the time this episode will be out, the question will be out so that's a great question because even though marlon read and even explained i still don't know what that game is <laughs> i just remember i see norman Reedus just looking at the screen looking all like determined and that's all i remember from like walking dead and i keep thinking is this walking dead in the snow in the future like i keep thinking that like it has the word death in it so i'm like zombies time will only tell mm. Well, you guys, it's been real. We, we, I think, I think we've talked enough. I could talk about more, but I know aiming our producers mentally sending me signals via like Charles Xavier. So I'm gonna wrap this up. <laughs> um, thank you again, Marlon, for your knowledge and everything. And you really should check out Rick and Morty. Amy, oh, yeah, you're always the best, and you need to play video games. And then me. I don't know what I need to be doing. <laughs> I think I'm going to continue to do what I do best. Cat, which is, get some sleep. You know what? That is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I need to get more sleep. <laughs> that's because I'm spending so much time doing geeky things to keep y'all on the know for the show. Hey, rhyming <laughs> so, it up. Uh, right. So shout out again to Wired for their event over the weekend. Circus app for making that happen. For City being any into there. Seeing our wonderful Captain America with Ryan Johnson. Um, Marlon on the know with all these video games because the Star Wars game, I got to have it. Um, Disney Plus drops tomorrow, y'all. 3 so if y'all gotta wake up at 3 a.m., that was the time to go to bed. I know I'm about to go to bed so I can make this possible. I might try to sneak in like 10 minutes of the episode, but I know I have to wake up in two hours. So like after three, so I have to wake up at five. So not too much, but after work for sure, it's on. <laughs> Whatever I'm going to watch. I don't know. I might watch it during my lunch break. Well, I don't know. By the time this is out, you'll already have seen it. So Right, right, right. I'm just reliving in the moment of what I'm going to do. And then we can be like, well, what did y'all do with Disney Plus Dropout? Because I would like to hear. I know people are going to go crazy. It's going to be like end game tickets all over again. Like just crashes and disappointment, whatever. But thanks again, you guys. Um, Yeah, we did it. We wrapped that up. And I'll see you guys next time on the Geek Force. Bye, everybody. This episode should be called Things That Things That Marlon Did Not Like or Do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
He didn't see Knives Out. He didn't see Chris Evans. He didn't like Jeff, whatever. He didn't see Rick and Morty. <laughs> Marla did not see it. Marla was a passive participant in this episode of Geek Force. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.